Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back, folks. We are joined by Walt Lachey president and CEO of New Orleans and Company. Walt, welcome to the show, and Happy New Year. Thank you, Noel. Happy New Year. Great to be with you, as always. So have you made it through these holidays, and are you totally exhausted? <laughs> I'm excited to get started on the year, but yes, it's been, it's been, an, uh, it, it seemed extra intense this year, but a lot of fun. I was uh, blessed to have a lot of time with my family, um, and my little ones are um, enjoying the magic of Christmas. And, of course, um, the Sugar Bowl and New Year's and all of that uh, were incredibly exciting this year and, and great for the city. And uh, the Pelicans whipping up on the Lakers didn't hurt either. So it's, yeah. been, uh, it's been a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, so let's talk about the Sugar Bowl first. Let's just jump right into it. Uh, Texas versus Washington. Washington, I guess a lot of people think they pulled the, the – an upset, uh, got a great crowd. It seemed to have a lot of energy in the city. It was spectacular. I mean, the Sugar Bowl is such an iconic and special event for the city, but it does show you that in the changing landscape of college football that when you have a game that is a playoff game, it really makes a difference. And, you know, that was seen from, you know, obviously an incredibly large crowd from Texas, but an impressive crowd from Washington as well. And um, the, the, the Superdome was absolutely electric and it was a great football game and um, I'm curious to see what happens uh, next week with the championship but uh, for New Orleans and for our businesses and for our people it felt very much like a a, a very uplifting weekend the weather was fantastic um, it was uh, you know the the production by the uh, Sugar Bowl committee of all the events associated with it were, were so um, were so good the um, the city looked good. Uh, the police presence was uh, very welcome and noticeable, and the people that I've spoken to had and they, you know that visited had an extraordinary time in the city. And I expect that um, they'll be back to visit again uh, for other events because it was just such a great uh, weekend for them. We seem to make it through the weekend without any extraordinary, crazy stuff on the street, right? Yeah, I mean, I haven't heard of any specifically, um, you know, difficult situations that emerged. I um, I was pleasantly surprised to see some of the lighting additions that were made on Poydras and um, and Canal Street during the during the weekend, and um, obviously grateful for the dedication of uh, our NOPD and uh, state police and other partners from the region who uh, always step up for these major events and. Uh, New Year's Eve was really wonderful, and of course, having the Sugar Bowl on the on the first was a great way to kick off the year. It's going to be a great year. Well, let's talk about New Year's Eve celebration. I mean, I know that's always 
<clears throat> right there at the bitter end, trying to pull it together from the funding and the financing and things are costing more. I know that your group and many others stood, stood up and uh, it seemed to, that it was a success as well. I know a lot of people were talking about it. Yeah, big crowds down there. The, you know, this year there was some talk of maybe not having the, the Florida Lee drop as a part of the um, uh, of the celebration because uh, of the, you know, the shifts with um, with Dick Clark no longer producing their event here. We just didn't think that that would be uh, the right way to for our residents and, and for our visitors to ring in the new year. So we were fortunate to be able to partner with uh, some others to, to make sure that that happened. And I think that's just kind of one of those things you want to keep the tradition alive. And we'll we'll work from now to next year to, to figure out what, what next year looks like, but we'll make sure that it's a first-class event. Um, it was interesting, Noel. I, I don't know if you saw this article, but uh, Forbes.com put out an article on the 30th that said that New Orleans was the most expensive city in the world to celebrate New, Year, New Year's Eve this year. In, I did, and, I did um, see that. It was uh, a little surprising to read, um, but but also I think, uh, you know, without providing some context, a little, you know, I, I just think kind of confusing. And I think ultimately one of the things that I took away from it was the fact that it was the, the most expensive this year was an indication that it was the most desirable place to spend New Year's Eve in, right. in the world. Yeah. And ultimately demand is what causes prices to go up. So. I think New Orleans continues to be a, a, a great place to visit. You can certainly, uh, certainly an affordable place to visit, but wasn't actually the worst news in the world to read something like that because I think it reinforces the high level of um, aspiration that we have as a community for people to want to be here. And we had, as you mentioned, we had great weather. Um, the restaurants were full. The energy was really positive. Our musicians were working and busy. Um, some great concerts and other things happening around the city and uh, the kind of weekend that I think gives people a lot of hope and a lot of uh, positive momentum as we go into 2024. I'm glad you put that in context for me because it's hard to imagine that we're more expensive than New York. As a good friend of mine puts it, Walt, it's cheaper to eat money in New York than it is to go yeah. eat out. <laughs> well, yeah, I, I I, I think they were. I think that the headline, as as can happen, is a little misleading. What happened was hotel room rates were very high because there was so much demand with the Sugar Bowl, which is wonderful right. for the hotels and for those who work in them. Um, and so they were a little. They were they were higher than usual this year compared to other, you know, times of the year, um, including uh, the middle of January. And I think that was what they were comparing to what it was like now for New Year's Eve and what it would be like uh, in, in the middle of January. And so a little misleading in that standpoint. And, you know, I also read some articles that said that it cost you $12,500 to get a seat in a bar in Times Square in New York for, for uh, New Year's Eve this year. So, you know, in that way, that's clearly not affordable and obviously much more expensive than any of the incredible events that were happening here. So I think, uh, a little out of context, but at the same time, not a bad badge to wear when you when you think about the fact that in places like uh, Boston and Chicago, it's 27 degrees, and here it's 55 degrees and beautiful. Um, there are a lot of reasons why I think people want to celebrate New Year's Eve here, and and one of them is that we benefit from the from the weather at that time of year that uh, compared to other places. But also when you have an incredible world-class kind of event like the Sugar Bowl happening, it just drives tremendous demand. And having our neighbors from Texas being uh, being able to drive over and fly over 
made that even more pronounced this year. And so um, I think just further reinforces how important the, the Sugar Bowl is to the city of New Orleans, to the region, and to the state as far as driving tremendous economic activity at that time of the year. Absolutely. In fact, Friday afternoon, early, uh, myself and a couple of others, my wife and, and, and a friend, we went down um, in into you know the business district, uh, jumped from bar to bar in a number of hotels. I was real. I was there were a lot of of tourists there, but you know what else there were a lot of? There were a lot of locals, and yep. it, it just ran into all kinds of people that I know, all enjoying the festivities, which was was good. It was kind of a healthy balance of tourists and, and locals. Yep, I agree. No question. I actually made it down there on, on the Friday before as well to meet some friends, and um, it was a great mixture. And I think that I think that's one of the things that makes New Orleans so special. We hear about it from our customers, and we hear about it when, we, when we're out there selling the city. You know, people, people want to come to New Orleans to, to be like New Orleanians. You know, they want to experience sort of what we experience. It's less about coming necessarily to see a specific attraction and more about a way of life. And so I think it's important that locals be able to be doing the same things that visitors are doing because I think it makes uh, those visitors feel even more connected to uh, to our community when they're able to, to experience those same kind of things. And so major weekends like this with major attractions, it, it, as I was saying earlier, I mean, I think it, you know, successfully uh, hosting these kind of events brings energy to our community and sort of uplifts us all in, in, uh, in our own way. Absolutely. So we talked about a couple of uh, special events right at the end of the year. Sum up 2023 for us, if you would. Yeah, 2023 ultimately was um, – a great year for our team at new Orleans and company. And as far as selling into the future, you know, we, we booked uh, in excess of 2 million hotel room nights into the future, bringing, you know, hundreds of thousands, millions of visitors into the city. Um, and that's as far out as 10 years from now, you know, it well into the 2030s that we're booking major conferences, conventions, and meetings. Um, and so the future looks really bright. Um, I'm proud of the hard work that our team put in to make that happen. But, um, you know, Miss Universe kicked us off at the beginning of the year. We had 86 different countries represented, media from those countries, and ultimately about 500 million eyeballs around the world on the city. Um, some new events like the Sugar Bowl Country uh, kickoff with Garth Brooks, the Barrett-Jackson Car Auction, where they sold in excess of $200 million in uh, wow. used and luxury automobiles at the convention center. Really, really cool event that we're, we're hoping to have back as, as time goes on. Um, you know, NOLA Pickle Fest was something we, we just took a stab at and ended up being wonderful. We had 22 different states represented in competing there. And, of course, we had countless meetings, conferences, and, and conventions, um, about half of them occurring at the convention center with hundreds of thousands of attendees, um, and about half of those meetings uh, and attendees coming from in-house smaller meetings in our hotels and other venues across the city. So, um, really exciting on that front, and I think the future is really bright. And then we really dove hard internationally back into Germany, France, U.K., Mexico, um, and, and dipped our toe in the water in India, a new marketplace for us, um, as we seek to rebuild our international um, business into the future. And I think um, additionally really proud of the work of our PR team. We had 1,100 positive stories about New Orleans placed in media outlets around the world. 
and hosted hundreds of journalists uh, on itineraries throughout the city uh, so they could go back and tell the story about all the great things happening here. So um, really, um, that's just a couple of things that I think we're really proud of and, and know that they're all leading us into the future and, and building a, a stable foundation for the economy. And it's hard to put a value on that, right? Uh, a thousand positive stories uh, throughout, yeah, it, throughout the world. It, I mean, it, it is. There's uh, putting some kind of monetary value on that is tough. You know, you know what it you know what it costs to place ads, uh, but what kind of value do you get from a third party verification of uh, of a community, of a city, of the neighborhoods across our city, of the attractions across our city, um, the ten million site visits on the website. Um, all of those, um, you know, the, the musicians whose lives have been touched through the partnership that we, we worked this year with WWOZ to create the musicians database, which gives any musician in our city a, a micro website uh, on neworleans.com that can connect them to uh, gig opportunities, but also to streaming services and, and other ways of generating revenue for them. Um, the, the impact is, is billions and billions of dollars in direct spending um, and economic impact to the to the people who are uh, who make up our community. And so, uh, you know, who knows how many times these stories get read? We know that it's millions of times, and um, that's why we work so hard with these journalists. We know that we can brag about our city a lot, and that that gives us some level of uh, benefit. But it, it, it's a lot better when somebody else is telling that story on your behalf. And. Um... Let's uh, talk about the French Quarter in particular. Um, I know that, you know, that's a major draw in so many different ways. If you would sum up the French Quarter, in, you know, in, in a minute or two of what you saw there in 2023 and what you hope to see happen there in 2024. Yeah, well, we always want the French Quarter to be um, – you know, as clean as it can be, as welcoming as it can be, the best infrastructure that it can possibly have. It's a 300-year-old neighborhood where residents of our city live, and it also happens to be the place that, regardless of of, um, of who you speak to anywhere on the, on the globe, uh, when they think of New Orleans, they think of our historic core, which is the French Quarter. And so um, we also know that about 95% of visitors who come to the city make them make their way into the French quarter at one time or another. And so it's, um, it's really difficult to put an economic number on that and an economic impact number on that, because in some ways it's sort of like um, trying to put a, a, an economic value on the existence of the sun. You know, I mean, without the French quarter, uh, New Orleans isn't New Orleans. Um, it, right. it, and, and without the sun, the planet doesn't work. Right. So, I mean, it is invaluable to the brand of what our city is, and it is critically important that it continue to thrive um, as a neighborhood and also as a, a business center. And so I think we were, um, we're pleased with the partnership that we've got with NOPD, with the French Quarter Management District, uh, both of those organizations doing great work to try to create um, as safe of an environment as we possibly can. And there's been progress there. There's more work to do course, working with the city and uh, the city's Office of Homelessness and trying to address some of the challenges that exist in that part of the city. And also, I think in 2024, what you'll see is our continued efforts to try to make sure 
that people um, that visit us are fully aware of what the French Quarter has to offer. And that includes some incredibly special uh, museums and other attractions that maybe go beyond what some people think of as the French Quarter. You know, I mean, making sure that people are fully able to take advantage of and engage with the historic New Orleans collection, the Herman Grima House, you know, the Cabildo, the Presbyterian, the New Orleans Pharmacy Museum, New Orleans Jazz Museum, um, and, and so many more of those attractions. We feel like if we can um, if we can continue to paint that full picture of what the French Quarter has and has to offer, that gives us the best opportunity to attract the widest variety of visitors to our community uh, who ultimately um, are here to um, take part in and enjoy the culture that we have to offer and, and you know, be richer for it, for that investment of time and, and money. Absolutely. Got to get to a break. We're visiting with Walt Leger, President and CEO of New Orleans and Company. We will be right back, folks. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome back, folks. We're visiting with Walt Leger, president and CEO of New Orleans and Company. We just talked about a recap of their work in 2023. So let's just uh, pivot on over to 2024. I was looking at the calendar, Walt. Um, there's not a weekend that's not spoken for. Yeah, it starts to fill up pretty quick on Newell. I mean, it's it, and it gets real busy real fast with Mardi Gras coming up quick this year. Um, so actually, what you know, three days away is King's off. Day? At King's Day, it starts in three days, right? That, that's right. Yeah, it's right on top of us. And you know, I think um, I'm excited. You know, King's Day this year, um, there'll be you know some. Uh, some, I think some new information coming out about some economic impact studies related to uh, Mardi Gras and how it really impacts our city and region and state. And, um, you know, from, from some of the preliminary things I've seen, it's just, it's significant, as you can imagine, I think as we all imagine, but it's good to be able to see some of those specifics. So, you know, King's Day, there'll be more of that specific information coming out, but um, a really, obviously, very exciting time of the year, massive economic impact for the people who live and uh, work in our city. 
um, but also just an, uh, an incredible opportunity for people to come together. I remember last year feeling, you know, like it was so important that there be these opportunities for our whole community to be together and, and celebration and, uh, and, and celebrating the rituals of our city. And so that coming up again is obviously, um, I think very exciting and, um, it leads right into, you know, we'll be this year in the middle of Mardi Gras, we'll be working, getting ready to get the handoff, uh, from, from the NFL for the Super Bowl in 2025. So as you know, we were supposed to be hosting the Super Bowl in 2024. Uh, but when the NFL expanded, uh, their season by another game, uh, a couple of years ago that, you know, that pushed that the Super Bowl into the Mardi Gras uh, time frame. And so the Super Bowl this year is actually the Sunday before Mardi Gras. And so um, we'll get that handoff on, on Lundy Gras that, uh, this year. We'll get the handoff for Super Bowl 2025, which will give us a whole year to really celebrate that and celebrate the fact that um, Super Bowl will be back where it belongs with us in New Orleans. Absolutely. And, that, and that's uh... – a huge undertaking on many fronts, right? I mean, uh, they, I, I've actually participated in some of the meeting and planning of that, and it's really a year a year long uh, gig. Yeah, absolutely, Noel. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure you have over the years, just because the 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 planning, the public safety portions of it, and everything else that goes along with it takes a lot of planning and execution, and a lot of collaboration, and so. Our community is great at that, and you know, uh, Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation, um, along with us, and this year's uh, chairman of the host committee, uh, Marcus Brown, who's with Energy. Um, are obviously, we're counting down to the game, but what that also means is a lot of preparation. So we'll be uh, meeting with the NFL, uh, beginning those. You know, those preparations have been ongoing for years, but we'll begin planning in earnest um, this year out at the Super Bowl in, in Las Vegas. And getting ready to bring it here, we'll we'll um, grateful for the partnership with the city um, and with the state, of course, and um, all of those partners necessary to make it work. It's it's it is an extremely complicated event, one of the largest uh, in in the country and in the world, obviously, and it takes on uh, a high level of scrutiny, high level of production uh, requirements, and and of course a lot of planning uh, from a safety perspective to make it work. And obviously, by that time, we will be completed with the renovations to the dome, uh, which is uh, several hundred of millions of dollars of investment in kind of repurposing that and bringing it to today's standards. Yeah, the dome looks great. Obviously, there's been a lot of great work that's been done, but but polishing that off um, over the course of the next year is the priority, and um, it'll it, it'll be ready to roll. Uh, for the Super Bowl in 2025, and, uh, you know, also celebrating its 50th year, uh, mm-hmm. something that I think we should all be really proud of. I mean, so many cities have, have torn down and built multiple stadiums in that time frame, and for us to continue to have something that rightfully is called the Superdome uh, is really pretty amazing, and, and the investment over the years has been critical to keeping it modern and keeping it competitive, uh, but it's a real testament to um, – to that organization, uh, the LSED and, and ASM Global and um, and everyone involved for, for keeping it as first class as it is to be able to host its 11th Super Bowl or our 11th in the city, but I think the 7th or 8th in, in the Superdome itself is, is really something to be proud of. Walt, um, when we uh, 
talk about, uh, you know, when we're going through this calendar of January, February into March, uh, we have the New Orleans Entrepreneur Week, which has been growing um, uh, in popularity, obviously. But this year, eight, what is it, eight days of Jazz Fest, um, something different, and the Rolling Stones are headed our way. Uh, what kind of impact is that going to have? Yeah, I mean, Jazz Fest is another one of those iconic events that, that's known uh, around the world and, and gives us sort of part of our identity. And so having an extra a day, I think, is really amazing for um, our for our locals, for our residents and for our, um, you know, our friends in, in the region and across the state. And obviously will attract more people uh, to spend some additional time in the city. So very welcome indeed that we have that opportunity. And, of course, having the Rolling Stones is is a, a really special treat. And so I know that has been a very, very hot ticket and will certainly um, add to the dynamic of what is always a really special time of year here and really the height of our visitorship season, just because the weather is so great and the um, the timing of that event, it just coincides with sort of what has always been a, a sweet spot um, for New Orleans. So we're really excited about that. And excited about um, an event that we're hosting in June. You know, we're preparing and have been preparing, but Bocusta um, or America's, it's not that well known in the United States. And it's because it's never been hosted in the United States before. It's a major international culinary competition. It's called Bocusta or's America and, Wor- and Pastry World Cup, where some of the finest chefs in North and South America will gather to be able to compete and then eventually go on to the finals in Lyon, France um, for uh, the Bocuse d'Or finals in 2025. So we will be the first city in the United States to ever host it. Obviously, we think very fitting that New Orleans is that choice. We have such a deep connection to France, um, but also to the culinary world are are such a center of excellence. And so we're um, very, very excited about the opportunity to, to show the depth of the culinary scene in our city. You know, we're so well known for our local, uh, you know, Cajun and Creole cooking here, but we also have some incredible um, new, new emerging restaurants that have international flair and flavor that mixes with ours and creates something new. Um, And so being able to showcase that to some of the top culinary leaders across the country and journalists uh, during that time frame in June is something that I know we're really looking forward to. We think it gives us a great platform to uh, continue to tell the world how special of a culinary destination we are. You know, it was interesting, the uh, the presentation during the Sugar Bowl, I heard a lot more about the, the, the culinary uh, importance of the city of New Orleans and our region more so than I've had than I've heard in in previous years. I don't know if you caught that or, or if you watched the uh, the broadcast of the Sugar Bowl, but I, I was pleasantly surprised, and it was it was a good thing. It was a kind of a different feel, different flavor. That and 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 obviously the woman exposing herself on Bourbon Street well, seems to right. have gone absolutely hog wild crazy. Even when trying things to are going identify great, that. like something. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the desire to identify who this is, she's got all kinds of offers. She may not ever have to work again in her life. No, it's a, yeah, you never, you just never know what you're going to find. Right. I think, yeah. I think to your, I think to your point, the, um, 
on the culinary scene, you know, I mean, we do a lot of research and, and the data shows us that that music and food resonate deeply with people and um, they, they feel that connection to our city. And so uh, obviously focusing on selling what people are buying is, 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 is the best way to be productive and successful. And so, uh, it, yes, we're, we're happy to see that our partners in the broadcast community continue to, to help spread that word. And we're excited about this event too, because it just gives us, like I said, a, a, a bigger platform. We want, um, you know, we love the, the recognition that we've got, but we always want more. And I think that we've got some, so many talented chefs um, here in our city and so many incredible restaurants that continuing to find ways to promote those and let people know is important. Other cities are working hard to, create something that I think we have, uh, you know, we've led the way in. And so we want to make sure that we continue to lead the way in it and that we find these ways to be able to highlight it whenever we can to the broadest possible audience. And, and that, that opportunity will, uh, will come to us in June this year. And we're really looking forward to that on behalf of our restaurant community and on behalf of our many talented um, chefs and, and cooks locally. You know, last year, going into this year, obviously, as well, uh, how important is it to have these firsts? I mean, I, it seems as though we're getting a lot of these firsts, you know, whether it's the first time here, first time this has taken place, first time that's taking place. Yeah, the way, I, the way I look at it is you can't get somebody to come back until you get them to come for the first time. And so if our goal <laughs> is to, if our goal is to continue to get them, then we got to get them that first time and get them in. Think about the Super Bowl, for example, right? You know, I mean, right. we've had a, we're going to have our eleventh one in the city, um, and and I think we one of the things that makes me so excited about the Super Bowl is that when we host it, so many of the people in the media and in the sports world start saying things like, you know, they really should have the Super Bowl in New Orleans every year. There's no place better for it. They're really designed perfectly to host it. Um, and that helps us with a, a lot of other events. You know, I mean, I think um, I think it's, it happens to be true. And so it resonates with people. But um, if you don't have that first one, then you can't have the second one. So the firsts really matter. Um, getting somebody over the hump on choosing our city uh, for that first time, you know, that's going to be your toughest sell. Getting them back after that. Um, Obviously, you got to work at that, too, and you want to keep people satisfied, interested. You want to re- be able to find ways to recreate the experience for people, and you always want to be evolving so that it doesn't get to be the same old, same old when, when they come to visit for their events or for their conferences and meetings. Uh, but, yeah, that first one to me is, is the toughest. Once you, get, once you get past that, then you've got every opportunity in front of you to deliver on the experience that you promise and and then try to get that repeat business. And that is really core to our mission. Um, we want people to, to feel so connected to our community when they come that they feel like they have to come back. And that's the kind of things we were hearing from people during this past weekend, right? They certainly from our Washington fans who hadn't been here before, had never been in the Sugar Bowl before, and maybe hadn't had an opportunity to be here. Um, you know, we were hearing a lot of, I can't wait to come back, or I want to come back for Mardi Gras, or I want to come back for uh, another event some other time in the year. And so um, I think we feel really strongly that if we can get you here once, that we got a pretty good fighting chance to get you back again. And that's why the firsts are important to me. Absolutely. Got to get to a break. We're visiting with Walt Leger, uh, president and CEO of New Orleans and Company, talking about what happened in 2023. 
and what's coming up in 2024. And we'll continue that conversation. Stay with us. We'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Scoot's up next, and he joins us. What do we have coming up, Scoot? Well, speculation grows about what names might be on the list of uh, Jeffrey uh, Epstein's uh, people. Also, we'll talk about some of the new laws that went into effect January 1st, 2024. Some of those laws maybe should be in effect right here in Louisiana. We'll talk about that. All righty, folks. Scoot's up next. Got a great lineup coming your way. Hope you enjoyed today's show. We'll see you again in the morning. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.